0: Hello everybody and welcome to Alaska Tracy's podcast. What you can expect from this podcast is inspiration, marketing and business tips and tools. We have a very special guest here. We are going to be talking to Christine West with the Business MD. So, welcome Christine. Thanks Thank for you, Tracy. The technology little glitch yeah. going on. I'm going to read uh, a little couple testimonials from your website, The Business MD, to give people an idea of who you are.
1: Thank you. Uh,
0: this one, I really like this one. Christine has helped me grow my business and self-actualization. When I met Christine, I was a sole proprietor, and up to my eyeballs in work, I had reached the ceiling of what one person was physically and emotionally able to produce for clients on a daily basis. Christine guided me on a process of inner development and gave me the tools necessary to conquer my fear of branching out and enlisting help. Change can be often scary, and I was very nervous about trusting others with my business. I recently hired two individuals, and with this expansion and growing staff, it has increased my revenue, considerably leveraged my time. Thank you, Christine, for helping me to shift my stagnate and complacent behaviors into a meaningful and more profitable business. And that is a Shannon Planta, I believe. Yeah, she owns Planta Creative LLC. What a great testimonial and segue for you to tell us about your business and how you radically change people's lives. Well, thank you. Well, as I said, I do business as the business MD. I'm
1: Christine West. And really my expertise and specialty of my special recipe is I love diving inside of people and decision makers because we need to all to make a decision, right, to say, hey, I'm ready. Because part of real change, authentic change Is diving inside of you know the abstract human world that we all hear about we hear words such as emotion mindset things you know such as that but why is that so important to a business because if you're trying to make changes based on what you believe and how you feel and your fears and your your habits and how you make decisions those new strategies are going to be a new version of the same old you so my business really puts folks, those decision makers I'm speaking of, in the emotional driver's seat and in the mental driver's seat to say, okay, what do I need to pull the weeds and get rid of so that I can do something new? Because if we have a, you know, for example, I I have clients, and this is a very simple example to simplify for our conversation, that they'll say, I want to earn more money. But then after diving into them, if they never value money, how can I help you
0: earn more money? So you find the root of maybe with keeping them stuck. Yeah, find that
1: root and then, you know, make those, you know, alterations inside. And then I can help you, that decision maker or that group, to, you know, alter your behavior and do something different and be open to that new, what I consider authentic action. So it's more of, hey, you want to do something new? You want to try something new? Well, let's start the change within you first. And then we can start on business strategies because Mm. it makes better sense that way to me. And that's my special sauce.
0: So how did you start to create or, or what's your background? And then what was your vision for the business MD? Well, great question. Uh, my background, I started
1: actually in, in you know, sales engineering. And I grew up in Chicago, and I used to, once upon a time, work for some of the biggest technology empires out there. And I was that individual that was that bridge between the techie-techie people, the business people, decision makers, sales people. And I needed to set a vision for the client to buy into on a global scale. So I was trained by folks such as IBM, such as Cisco Systems. And I did consulting work in between those two employers in the 90s. And I was fortunate or unfortunate, depends on how one looks at, uh, at it, was I was at IBM when they made a poor decision that no one would be into personal computing. And I watched that big empire crumble down, and it crushed me because it was my first corporate job, and I loved IBM. And then all of a sudden, as life moved down, I wanted to consult it because after you worked for IBM, I mean, I didn't know what I wanted to do, so I went into consulting. So I was very successful in the Chicagoland area doing technology and managerial-type consulting projects. And and then Cisco Systems picked me up in the late '90s, which was such an honor because they were booming at the time. But then I was unfortunate. 2001, if you remember back, here I am. The beginning of the year, somebody was said to me, "By the end of the year, you'll live in Anchorage, Alaska." I was said, "No way." Well, this is what happened, and this is the cool thing of how the business MD it was inspired. Beginning of 2001, all of a sudden, world shifted. The tech stocks plummet. The world of where I was working at crumbled, again, decisions. The, here we have a young company that didn't understand what to do. Leadership is saying, hey, we don't know what to do. It got chaotic. My, you know, when you put everything, your all into your work, and then you know, again, you don't pay attention to your personal world, which was my um, you know, situation at the time, then all of a sudden, I realized everything was coming at me at once. My whole life was in chaos. And I wasn't skilled what to do in this chaotic, conflictive situation. And I was embarrassed. It was crazy. And so a good friend suggested at the time for me to go vacation in Alaska. So I (laughs) couldn't do anything normal um, because I needed to do something. You know, I I said, hey, I don't want to go on a cruise. I want to do something that checks me out, you know, checks me out of the norm. So I signed up for a beginning mountaineering course. Now, remember, I came from Chicago. Oh so, my gosh. <laughs> so the only reason why I signed up for this thing was because not because I wanted to climb mountains. It was because <laughs> I didn't want this thing called a cell phone to work. This is 2001. And I wanted to learn how to stay committed to something. I was used to living a lifestyle that I paid people to carry my bags. I mean, I was, you know, here for big business and, you know, I was used to, you know, people catering to me because that's what I was trying to do. Well, what I didn't realize was that my soul was saying to me, knock, 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 Christine, we need some change going on here. The glacier, the Davidson Glacier in the southeast Alaska, I spent seven days out there, and it was amazing because – I was out there with four other um, people that were you know, part of the group and then two guys, and the four other people were from New York. So you can only imagine what four New Yorkers and one Chicago person. I'm yes. from New York, so be careful. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> here we have the dynamic. Um, everybody wanting instant gratification, all these different things. So uh, these seven days shifted my life. And on the seventh day, um, and if anybody wants to hear more, this is actually a, you know, a story that I tell all the time in the Business MD. But I'll tell you about the seventh day. The rest of the group, the New Yorkers, go off to climb another mountain. I'm sitting in base camp all alone. So I got the beautiful experience of what it would be like to be the only person on Earth. And I'm sitting there, and it was so quiet, it was sunny. And I was a little frustrated because I was used to going up to a counter, you know, 2001, this is before 9 11, that, hey, what's a plane coming? You know, I had nobody to ask. The cell phone didn't work. Did you know when they were going to pick you up? I didn't know. I, I was just sitting there. But the beautiful thing was this beautiful spiritual awakening. It was almost as though I, saw, I had my burning bush moment, and not literally that the burning bush was there, but it was as though. God was saying to me, Christine, I have a new mission for you. And I could hear this intuitively. And I had my journal. And I start writing and writing. And all of a sudden, I realized in that moment, all these problems that I had back in Chicago, my consciousness was above the problem. And I saw the solution. I saw what I was supposed to do. I saw the vision on the business MD. But here's the key. I wasn't qualified for my own vision because I was a sales engineer. And I thought, wow, this is really cool. And I kept writing and writing and writing and enjoying this moment of hearing all this intuitive conversation. And all of a sudden, what happened was the plane comes. And I'm sitting there like, really? It's over? I got this plane? And I get on the plane thinking I'm going to go back to Chicago the next day. Well, the town of Haines was so impressed that me, Chicago woman, didn't kill herself because the way I looked from the beginning was I had these high heels, I had breech blonde hair, I had these fixed nails, everything was picture perfect. I mean, I thought I was going to be handing somebody a $100 bill to carry my stuff. No.
0: <laughs> That's how you got off the plane from Chicago to go to the mountain. Yes, yes. And so the town of Haynes threw this awesome party for me
1: that I didn't kill myself and <laughs> Then he forced me to start changing my airline reservations, and that was in the day when you didn't have to pay, you know, all this money. Mm-hmm. So I ended up changing my plane reservations so many times that I spent an extra month in Alaska, and it changed my life. And one day I woke up at the end of August, and I said, "I'm going home." I told Paynes, bye, I'm going home. And they said to me, Well, when are you coming back? And I said, I'm not coming back. Are you kidding me? I'm going back to Chicago. Well, this is how long it took. I got off the plane, I walked into my house, I saw my old life, and I started laughing out loud. I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. And I looked back at that journal and I said, the only thing I can think of is I I have to start this business. And I set my intention and I started things in motion, started announcing things and my goal was to be in Alaska by the end of the year and everything just started lining up to the degree of where I, I didn't know that I was doing this consciously and I didn't know back then how to really articulate or, or really how to explain what I was doing. But magic and miracles just started occurring. in by December, when everybody said to me, "You will never sell your house putting up for sale," uh, and I know you have, you know, a background in, in selling homes, like yeah. uh, in December, well, I literally in two weeks sold my house in December of two thousand one. Was standing here in Anchorage, Alaska, got received, in the lot that I my house I own today, it was an empty lot. Receive a phone call from. My Chicago person, a realtor, and says, I have an offer. I said, I accept. I looked at my realtors here in Anchorage, and I said, I'm buying this right now. So within 10 minutes, I sold the house and bought a house.
0: And So you believe in the power of visions.
1: Yes, power of visions. And, and so for me, you know, I'm giving you a lot of background, but then what happened for me was that I was officially moved here January 2002, and then... The journey really, really began. And I needed to take the action steps to be the business MD. And I needed the courage to go start the business. So I knew that I needed to go study psychology. I needed to understand people better. I needed to understand if I really wanted to help people be happy in in the work and help them to understand their own behavior, understand their consciousness, understand their emotions. I needed to learn how to know what to call these things, know how to massage these things, how to do these things. So anyways, what I ended up doing was I ended up getting myself into a master's degree, at APU. And then I did my research work there on why people end up self-sabotaging their happiness. And I learned a lot from that research, and then I opened my business. And then I did something else crazy, was I decided I still wasn't qualified, so I went and entered a Ph.D. program in industrial organizational psychology, and I ended up doing that dissertation on leadership and emotional intelligence. And so during the years of being a full-time student and a full-time entrepreneur, which is insane and I don't recommend to anyone... um, is I learned how to get better at really what I do and what my genius level is. And that's why I say that inner human world is really my world, my forte of really helping people with those behaviors that's going on inside of your inner world, getting that root cause, ripping it out, and setting you on a new path. And that's really the condensed version of how I all began
0: man so you got your PhD back in 2000 like 2012 and yeah and it still was a crazy
1: time of you know figuring out of wow you know I did all this now really stepping into that genius
0: place and supporting yourself through the whole thing Yes. So how did you keep your own mind from wanting to kill you? <laughs> you know I mean? when... A great question. This
1: is really why I, I can claim this mastery, because I had to learn how to really be present to the present and get rid of all those outer distractions. You know, people that are close to us, you know, I have really great opinions. And and sometimes they're not the more supportive opinions. You know, those opinions are, you know, they're fears, they're concerns for us when we're doing something so incredibly new. So I had to, the best answer that I can give, and it's, it's an authentic answer, is I still go back to that journal when I had that moment on the glacier because it was the vision that the Almighty, the Divine gave me. And I realized, and I'm getting chills right now So I'm just hugging you, is, is that the divine said to me, this is what your divine purpose is. And I agreed to step into it. And so by doing so, it, it deepened my faith. And I'm not speaking from a religious standpoint because I respect all religions. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking from a place of my soul agreeing to its soul's contract on this earth plane. And to the degree of where when things have gotten tough and I've freaked out and I've gotten scared and not knowing how to do this or that, I always return back to my faith in an always deep end of how to get past my own obstacles. And I've always learned that it was the divine teaching me so that I can teach somebody
0: else. Boom. Yes. Yes. Powerful, powerful story. Yeah. You know, I love doing these interviews because the people that have been guided to me, when I, when I hear their stories, there's a, it's in they're all in sync. It's you know, finding a purpose for themselves, for yourself, and then making it happen. Right. And and then the struggles come up and surrounding yourself with an inner whatever that is, God, Buddha, whatever, some sort of outside power to connect you to your inside power to exactly forward.
1: It and, is.
0: Yeah. And that's like that's just, like, it's amazing. that like, it, it is. It's something that I had to learn and master to believe
1: in myself that my bank account didn't matter. I had to learn that the good opinions of others did not matter. I had to learn how to throw out so much of my, you know, conditioning. And I'm not just speaking from parents or family. I'm speaking from I have a, I've worked at a lot of different places, consulted a, at many different places. There's so many different definitions of success. There are so many different definitions of suggestions of what people have said to me that I should be doing and really needing to own. And when I say genius level and really get into that divine purpose and stay in you know, sync with really authentic action – and even face things that i remember going back to when i officially opened the practice in 2004 people used to say to me that you can't speak about uh, you know spirituality in, in the workplace you can't you know speak about you know psychology and emotions and you know who cares about the inner human world what, what the hell are
0: you talking about well today nobody says that everybody welcomes it doesn't i think you're a little bit like me doesn't that just feed your soul when people yes. say things like yes What's doing you should yes. oh just even though at the time I'm a very sensitive person it, it gets to me but later on I look back and I think wow that person just really fueled me to prove them wrong and and move forward yeah I mean the beautiful thing you know
1: for me. It really simplify everything that I said. I mean, the business indeed was really born out of chaos and the conflicts, and me really understanding how to turn that conflicted chaos and see it for a gift, and turn it into saying, "Hey, you know what? I'm not the only one, and I could do something about this, and I can help people, and and I can help people to see themselves in a more authentic way and create changes." that makes sense for, for them in the workplace. And then those same skills they can apply to their personal world.
0: So you've kind of answered the last question about success. You, you defined what success means to you. So if, what would a, what would a typical, not typical, I don't like that word. Um, if somebody were to come to you, what might be a problem that they're facing And then what would be the steps that you would take them through uh, and would they, would it be, what, what, what would that look like? Well, sure. I'll give you a couple scenarios. Okay. Here's, here's
1: one that's a very common in, in a small, like media, small to medium entrepreneurial type culture. And to be specific, I do better in an entrepreneurial type culture because bureaucrats love them to death, but yet they have their own set of rules. A problem that many entrepreneurial you know, cultures face would be something such as hey, you know what, I'm growing my business and I've hired all these rock star people. How come these rock star people, when they were working for that bigger business under me, they don't perform? That's a good thing. Okay, that's one. Okay, here's another uh, scenario. Hey, you know what? I've been sitting complaining uh, about you know working for other people and I have all these great ideas, and I don't know why I, I want to really start my own business, yet I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get myself over that hump. Here's another scenario, uh, you know, something very common that somebody would say to me. They would say something such as, How come you know, I do very I'm very successful. When I'm in front of this audience, but when it comes to this audience over here, I, I'm, I'm a nervous wreck. I, I'm, I'm fearful. I can't pick up the phone. I freak out. I, I don't know what to do. I, 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 I run. I sabotage myself. Or another problem, I mean, I can go on and on, but I'll give you the last one is, is something such as why do I sabotage myself when I'm doing so well? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, why why do I do that? (laughs) So one of the things that usually a place, a great place I start, well, once that person or group gets in front of me and says, yes, we go through, you know, obviously, you know, they get to know me a little bit, I get to know them a little bit, and understand what transition they're really looking to do. So the great thing that what I do once they say yes is where I start and I have a prop, is my emotional intelligence, if you can see that for the camera. Uh-huh. Yeah, my emotional intelligence assessment. And why that's so important? Because what I have learned when I said I jumped into my genius level, you know, genius sweet spot, even though I'm extremely observant and I can you know analyze somebody's behavioral patterns. But that would take a lot more time. It would take a lot more effort. It would cost a lot more. This assessment, why it's so powerful, is because what happens is I administer the assessment online. You can be anywhere in the world, as long as you speak en- English and we have internet. Then the second thing is I allow you to give me three to five specific questions you want answered about you. Oh. And then, once you answer these questions, remember, you answered the questions. I didn't, I'm, a, I'm the deliverer of analyzing the, the, the data. And I'm analyzing the data to answer your specific questions. What it is about you that you want to improve? Or what is it about you you don't understand? Or you understand these symptoms about yourself, but you do not understand the root cause. Or you don't understand why you get derailed. So this emotional intelligence assessment be very brief it looks at things such as how you do yourself your self-actualization how well you understand your emotional information how well you make decisions your connections to other people your attitude how you manage your stress how you solve problems Mm -hmm. things such as that your impulse control things of that nature once i answer your questions and it's all pretty packaged and all this is recorded so that you know you, you have a recording for life Then the next step is, then I help you set SMART goals. Now, I know a lot of people, you know, set SMART goals, but it's so specific in matching the emotional intelligence uh, skills that you want to match up. So, for example, if you know that you need to set a SMART goal that says, hey, I need to get better at active listening while I'm in meetings or while I'm interviewing people, Then that's something very specific because you may be very active, active listener with your spouse, but you may be a poor listener when it comes to your workplace.
0: Ah. And then
1: from there, after that meeting, then I help you create a development plan. And then in between all these meetings, you know, live meetings with me, you have homework to try on these new skills because I give you strategies in between. Then, after the development plan, then we regroup and we review whats what you've done, what has worked, what isn't working, and what help do you still need? And then we decide together from there, do you still need me in your environment? Do you still need me to do something with your business, with you? And then it's either a yes or no. And if it is a yes, then we decide what that looks like. And that may be a coaching plan. That may be me being your consultant. Uh, that may be something else it may maybe say something hey in my business i want you to now look at my employees i want you to run the emotional intelligence assessment tell me what my culture looks like tell me yeah. what you know so it's all different you know ways that i can help that sales team or i can help the recruitment effort but it all starts in on the inside so the way that people can get a hold of me either go to my website the businessmd.net I like phone calls too. You can, I'll give out my phone number. 907-223-8403. Um, yeah. You can and do I'll that.
0: drop all those links in the comments yeah. when we get off and in the show notes for those podcast listeners. Yeah.
1: If you go to my website, there is a, um, you know, a form that you could, you gotcha. know, fill it out and then tell me what you want to talk about with me. And that way I, you know, have, you have my attention. That you you can put your contact information and then you can send me a little note.
0: Well, yeah. this has been wonderful—a wonderful interview. Christine and I have known each other many years. Yes, and we're divinely, divine. What does uh, my friend Paris says? Divine appointment. We had a divine appointment a couple weeks ago, and and really reconnected. Yes. So it's it's neat to talk to you and and really hear what you do and take people through so yeah thank you it, you yeah. know it's, everything's divinely orchestrated i love divine appointments so thank you very much christine for joining today alaska tracy's podcast you've it just been inspirational what a wonderful guest thank you for your time today yeah, thank you. It was a lot of fun. I look forward to where where we go from here. This was fun. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for joining this week's episode. And please, if you are interested in Alaska Tracy's meditation vision mapping retreat in June, you can send me a message on that and I'll give you the details or go to my website, Tracy dot com workshops and retreats and the information is there it's going to be a lot of fun till next week thank you